We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ooh. Um, but when I was a kid. A group of daddy long legs? Just one daddy long legs. Just one daddy long. One daddy long leg. <laughs> what's the plural of daddy long leg spider daddy long legs daddy long leg spiders Welcome to, to the, the Holy, Holy Hour. Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Fuck yes. We got it on the first time. First fucking after try. After fucking it up for like the last three weeks straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am looking at my recently repotted Monstera. Look at it. Oh my God. It's that leaf thing. She like was like, hey. <laughs> stretching out. Here I am. Mm-hmm. Right after I... It's like put her in a bigger a pot. Yeah, she's yeah, very like, happy to be there. And also, then, I love this one. What is that? A Game Boy? It's Bimo um, from Adventure Time. Bimo, oh, uh, Mr. Liz got me that, and then I found the perfect little plant to put in him. Oh my god! Did yeah. you name the plant Bimo? Um, the one right next to it is actually named Bimo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So now I have two Bimo plants. That's a very very <laughs> cute pot. Thanks. Uh, it's three D printed, and we're gonna paint what. We're going to paint the Bimo so it isn't just one color. 3D printing is one of those things that I still feel like I, 90 years old. You know when like, you show like a 90-year-old how to send an email and they're like, whoa! Like that's how I feel about 3D like, printing. Oh. I'm just never going to oh stop thinking it is. I don't understand it. The fact that like when those first came out, everybody was like so mind blown. And now people just like casually have 3D printers in their house is mind blowing to me. Yeah, we and are then they just make stuff and sell it on Etsy. What the fuck? Yeah. Amazing. He's it pays pretty for great. Not you great have news. A, a hot dermatologist and a hot chiropractor. Chiropractors are hot. Have yeah. you noticed that? Yeah. I went to a hot chiropractor in college because I fucked up my back trying to get my car out of the snow. And um, like he was like, he had like, his hands were like very, it was, he didn't have oil. It was like a gel on his hands. And um, he had to undo my bra because he didn't want to get it dirty. And I was like, oh, <laughs> talk to I consent. <laughs> oh, my God. Take me to dinner first. Yeah, he was fine. Oh, God. Yeah, there is something about like, somebody like. Why is this? This is unlocking a fantasy, mm-hmm. like some sort of like 
doctor like sex fantasy it's a fun imagination they, like, manhandle you chiropractors oh mm-hmm. maybe that was like the early phases of like yeah. BDSM interest maybe for that's us. when i realized oh <laughs> i'm what a sub thrown around by my chiropractor <laughs> Yeah, he, my chiropractor was like telling Crack me. Crack my neck, daddy. He was, ex- he was explaining all the muscle groups to me and he was like touching them while he was explaining them to me. And then he like kind of hovered. giving me ASMR. On the, on the lower oh. back. He like set, he had a lot to say. It wasn't like, he wasn't like hitting on me, but his hand was on my lower back for a while. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so have a TikTok I saw of this guy like making fun of chiropractors and he was using a, like a skeleton. Oh my God, I saw Yeah. That. And he like puts his entire hand in his, <laughs> and then he's like holding it and he's like, you can only let a chiropractor do this. Don't let anyone else touch you like this. Only I can. He was like straddling. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, that feels good, huh? <laughs> so fucking good. Are chiropractors just like daddy dogs? They, I, th- I think they are. There is there's a trend of hot chiropractors on TikTok. They, and like it's they're always doing some sort of like sensual thrusting. Like, wow, they're not like not purposefully, <laughs> but it's like that's why they have as big of an audience as they yeah nobody's just like watching chiropractors on tiktok i mean they are the 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 chiropractor is just that's true it's like dr pimple popper yeah it's the same kind of thing i feel less like when i watch the pimple popping videos i'm like ah i hate it but i can't Can't stop stop watching what is that about get it out get it (laughs) they're just so satisfying they really really are Are people like getting ingrown hairs that are like Uh, 10 years old oh my god mr liz had an ingrown hair on his chin that he was trying to pop and like get the hair out and then i I was watching him and i stood on the toilet while he was looking in the mirror and i was like this is exhilarating this is the best moment of my life of our relationship to date and then i was like can i try and get it and he's like sure so i was like trying to get it um i think i got a big part of it he was i it like was hurting him Mm -hmm. they hurt Mm -hmm. well and if like someone else is touching you and trying to take care of that it's way worse because when you do it tickle yourself yeah wow do you have an ingrown hair (laughs) tell us more he's like i feel excluded from this conversation because i don't have hair i wonder if it if it would be like you know how like um cats sit on your computer because they're marrying you yeah i wonder if i gave him a microphone if he would stop (laughs) that would be so goddamn cute um so everybody we are on our 50th episode today liz and i did not notice until it like was two to, seconds yeah. ago <laughs> like a few days ago we were like holy shit we're on episode 50 yeah and this is the last episode that we're recording before we take our much needed break through mm-hmm. august which i'm having all sorts of anxiety about me too i truly i think i said this last episode but i feel like I'm, we're leaving the kids with a babysitter for the first time <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god are you oh gonna be god. okay call me if you need anything but we've been trying to figure out what we're going to do in that yeah. space. So if you have any ideas for us, let us know. We're not like abandoning the pod for a month. We're just no. not going to record for a month. But yeah. we'll still be like posting and shit. Yeah, we. Liz- Lizzie needs a break. Mm-hmm. Lizzie's been working so hard at work work. Yeah. And then this. 
And I just need to take a nap. Yeah. Just even thinking about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's, and then you're about to move. It's a good time for us to take a little time off. Just doing too many things right now. And this is like the thing that I prioritize above a lot of other stuff that Mm -hmm. is now just like stacking up. So it'll be good to have a month just to like get ahead of some stuff. Yeah. But I'm going to miss doing this. And I'm feeling very uncomfy. We'll have some stuff to do. we'll we'll have some things we're like working on some pretty exciting things right now Mm -hmm. like um admin wise Mm -hmm. for the holy hour fingers crossed we'll see say some slutty prayers for us yes say some slutty prayers for us Mm -hmm. so i wanted to do a little follow-up on something we talked about last week we like started talking about hymens and i recently bought the book come as you are um and the beginning of the book, the author is explaining like our biological like reproductive system, how it is the same part. We all have the same parts, um, whether you were born like male or female. That's what you were assigned at birth. Like they're all the same things. They're just rearranged differently. They're organized differently. And the author like really drives that home. She's like, it's the same fucking thing. It's just in a different order. Mm-hmm. And then like um, she explains that like a hymen serves no purpose. It's just like left over from like um, because you weren't born with a penis. Got it. So it's just like a leftover like flap of skin. It's useless. Okay. And then um, – she was explaining how like we want our bodies to have meaning like we want it to make sense like okay well why is my body like this and yours is different and um that's like why religion can be so problematic when it comes to like how they treat women's bodies like Mm. because vaginas are like mostly inside because that's where you carry the baby they have to be inside yeah that's why they're there that's why they're internal yeah (laughs) and um she was explaining how, uh, like, if it's tucked in, it, it means that you should be ashamed of it. Like, so women have to protect their bodies. And men's are just out there. Their penis is out there. I never thought about it like yeah. that. Yeah. And then she was explaining how, like, the implied meaning of a hymen is so damaging. Like, some people are just – some people are born without one. Mm. And oh. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it can be, like, stuck there forever. But um, she also was explaining how, like, damaging, like, the idea of, um, like, the the religious reason behind a hymen. Like, the idea that, like, if you don't bleed during sex for the first time, like, you're not a virgin. And you had mentioned that. And that, that's something that we talked about last week. And then um, you can have, like, one, like – surgically added and that doesn't make any sense because it's not like it doesn't serve a purpose just so you could prove that you have one that mm-hmm. you aren't a virgin and oh then it, it, like most of the time if you bleed it's because there isn't any lubricant involved like when you bleed the first time yeah because it's straight i've bled during sex with like a a penis that is too big mm-hmm because of the stretching like it makes sense that that would happen i it is so fucking disgusting the more that i think about it the angrier i get about how virginity is weaponized Mm -hmm. in a lot of religions that it's a it's like a structure like it doesn't 
mean anything really virginity doesn't mean any we're the only animals that hold any sort of importance on virginity yeah and it's it just it's so it they use it as a weapon to give young girls shame yeah i've never been a part of a church but it feels so unbalanced maybe in some religions it's like i feel like mormonism like everybody needs to stay a virgin like trying to apply like some deeper level of meaning and purpose to your body like it makes sense humans want to do that but it is damaging Mm -hmm. um it's damaging to your mental health you're gonna have a lot of things that you need to like cope with as you get older because of those ideas around sex i also wanted to say she also mentions um like different types of arousal like if you you can be like mentally aroused like you can be ready but you're you might not be wet and that doesn't mean anything Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you're not going to enjoy it or you could like not feel interested in sex until you are like physically being aroused Mm -hmm. and then you're like ready to go and involved and excited to be there so um I've only just started reading this book and I'm really excited to read it because I think it's going to be really valuable for like me as a person who is having sex (laughs) and in a relationship and um i think it'll also be valuable to bring this information to our listeners yeah absolutely and we would like to invite you guys to read along with us because um amelia has the book as well and we're thinking while we're taking a break we can like do a little bit of light reading yeah (laughs) and break down some of like the most important parts of this book summer reading Mm -hmm. we are probably going to be holding the conversation on patreon as Mm -hmm. well i know hiding this shit behind a paywall is frustrating we're not getting paid for doing any of this so it's how we're able to give you all what we want to Mm -hmm. um so if you're interested in joining our little book club you also get early access to episodes. Hot Girl Book Club. Hot Girl Book Club, baby. Yeah, my uh, one of my guy friends is the one who introduced me to the book. He started reading it because um, he just wanted to understand, like, a female, like, how, how the women that he was having sex with were viewing sex, mm-hmm. which I think is a very noble approach. He, for no reason. He was just like, I just wanted to, like, get a look into a woman's brain. And so he read it and he's like, it turned me into a better partner in bed. He's like, I'm so much more tuned into what's going on. I don't like overthink shit. Like the whole like arousal thing. Like yeah. you could be into it and not be like your body could not show that you're into it. And like, and also to believe that only people with vaginas can get wet. Like, so do like uncircumcised men. Yeah. And then um, I also thought it was very interesting, like, there's a lot of diagrams, like, showing where body parts develop in when you're in a uterus, mm-hmm. like, how it is the same and then how it starts to develop differently, um, but with the same parts, mm-hmm. just seeing how they're, like, the same things just, like, laid out differently. Yeah. And then uh, just the author is really funny, just explaining, like, I want you to get a mirror and like look at your clit <laughs> and observe it. Observe your clitoris. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I don't know. It's just been an interesting read so far. I'm glad that you're liking it. Yeah. It's really, I love the title. Come As You Are is such a great title. Mm-hmm. And the the cover is a coin purse that looks like a vagina. Yes. Love that. Um, it's on Amazon. 
That's where I got it. Where did you get yours? I got mine at Powell's. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were I was in, in Portland. I was in Portland this last weekend. I bought it at uh, Powell's Bookstore. Yeah, I'm sure it's at like Barnes & Noble. Does Barnes & Noble still exist? I have no idea. I hope it does. I love that R.I.P. Borders. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't you love how Amazon killed the bookstore and then opened their own? Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. They were the bookstore. They started out as a bookstore. Yeah. And then they killed the the, the brick-and-mortar bookstore. Yeah. And then they opened their own fucking bookstore. As someone who worked in brick-and-mortar retail, I do hate it. <laughs> totally. But, like, a bookstore? That's like a pillar. There's something that feels nice about yeah. going to a bookstore. Yeah. I love. I don't even read, really. I'm, I fucking love going to bookstores. R.I.P. to the bookstore. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Last episode, we talked about squirt. <laughs> <laughs> The drink and the action of, uh-huh. and I said, I didn't know if I had squirted, but there was always like, not always, sometimes there would be a wet spot on the bed. The day after we recorded, I'm happy to let everybody know, I squirted. Ba-ba-da! It happened! I squirted and I didn't know, but the, like the orgasm felt stronger. Like it felt... Like more intense. Like, it, it, yeah, it felt... Yeah, more intense. That's a good way to put it. And he made me come twice. And then after that, he was like, Must I made you nice. squirt. What'd you say? <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> it was, he's, he's a talented chap. Um, but after the second time, he was like, I made you squirt a little bit on the first one. And I was like, oh, what? I was like, really? so fucking hyped. No way. He was like, Yeah. I was like, oh my God, explain it to me. And he was like, well, you can see on the bed and there was that wet spot. And I was like, okay, so when that, I see that, that's probably what I thought it was all along. Um, but It's been squirt all this time. It's been oh, since day one. It's been squirt. It was very exciting for me. I had so many questions for him. Um, but yeah, it happened. And it, it made a liar out of me because on the last episode, I was like, I don't think I've ever done that. Then well, the congratulations. next congratulations. Thank you. I feel I'm like I lost my virginity. You. you lost your squirt virginity. Squirt shit. Squirt ginity. Squirt ginity? Virgin nerd. No. Well, it's a work it's a working title. <laughs> we'll we'll revisit that one. But um yes. So those th- that's my little update from last episode. Very exciting time in my life. Thank you for listening. Squirtinity. Squirtinity. We got it. Wow. That happened a lot faster than I thought it would. That was great. Squirtinity. Huh. Yeah. Tell us your squirtinity stories. I have, I talked to one of my friends years ago about the first time that she saw, like noticed that she squirts and she made herself squirt masturbating. And it was like one of her first times masturbating so she was like young and she's like what the fuck is that and like i was thinking about how jarring it would be to like yeah. not know what the fuck was going on like if you didn't like did i just pee myself i mean so kind many of. of us have no idea what the fuck's going on and that's why i'm reading this book read it guys i'm really excited to dig into that book i forgot that i had it until you brought it up yeah my therapist actually suggested it to me and then she also was like i think this would be really valuable for your listeners Damn. And, like, also just for me, if, like, I'm talking about sex, so and positively and proactively. Written by a PhD, too. Mm-hmm. I'll pop another drink to that. <laughs> Are you on drink number two? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. 
I really blasted the, through that first one. Yeah, you're slurping through these. I think it's because I switched to the um like the fruit punch trulies and they were awful. And now that I'm back to normal truly, it's like I'm having water for the first time ever. I'm craving this. What? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I have a question for you. Oh, okay, I was pulling on my notes. Um, would Lightning McQueen from Cars have car insurance or life insurance? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Life insurance. That's what I was thinking too, but. But I think car insurance is life insurance when you're Lightning McQueen and Mater. Mater doesn't have either. Let's be real. No, he ha- he has no insurance. No, he has no insurance. But also, like insurance is a scam a little bit. Yeah, Mater's made it this long. He doesn't need he doesn't need no fucking insurance. He's the one doing the maintenance. That's true. He doesn't need to be maintenance because he is the maintenance. Fuck yeah! Wow, <laughs> D, we love you, Mater. Mater, if you're listening. <laughs> Would Lightning McQueen of life insurance or car insurance? Oh, I think life. I think life insurance is my final answer. Uh, let us know what you guys think. <laughs> I'm gonna make it a poll. I think make it a poll for sure. Okay. Um, I have a question for you. Ooh. Um, I it's also li- kind of irrelevant, but I want to hear oh, your okay. answer. What order do you get dressed? Um. That is such a good question. What order do I get dressed in? I literally have no idea. Uh, bra. Bra first? I'm typically not wearing a bra. Okay. So that I need to put one on. Okay. Um. Well, you're coming out of the shower. Oh, if I'm coming out of the yeah. shower? Probably underwear first. Okay. Bra. Okay. Uh, shirt, pants. And then socks. Yeah, if, if I need them. Okay, interesting. What do you do? I do underwear, pants, bra, shirt. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I go in sections. Yeah. <laughs> and then socks. Yeah. I was thinking about this when I was getting dressed to come here. I was like, because people always say, like, I'm just like you. I put my pants one leg at a time. And I'm like, but everybody puts their clothes on in different orders. It's true. That podcast, FRDI, that I talked about last week, they asked, um, Cakes asked Nick the question. Also, I'm, like, low-key working on, like, <laughs> a crossover event. Clearly, it's, like, the <laughs> fifth time I've talked about this podcast. They're great. But they asked this question, and... Um, Cakes puts his socks on first. Why? Is he a serial killer? That was like Nick's reaction was like, no, (laughs) what? It's just so interesting how people, oh my God, wait, pause. You can see the the moon coming over and it's about to be a full moon. Yeah, tomorrow is, tomorrow is a full moon in Aquarius. (gasps) It's the age of Aquarius. Wait. And we're in Leo season. I'm an Aquarius moon. Does that mean anything? Um, probably, but I don't know. And I'm but, a Leo rising and we're in Leo season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're, you might have a big few weeks. I'm have a big couple so of weeks. hyped. I need a big few weeks. Yeah. Hopefully they're good. <laughs> Fuck. I'm moving <laughs> next weekend. Yeah. See? Holy shit, y'all. I'm so fucking excited. Okay. Wow. It's re- it's rising fast. Look at how much it's oh gone up since I pointed it out. 
Wait, can we just like take a moment to appreciate? Let's enjoy this. The moon is such a boss bitch. Look at her. She's just like, what's up, bitches? I, she's commanding attention. You, this has been on my list for so fucking long. It's Ooh. a short conversation. Ooh. I talked to you about it, but we haven't talked about it on here. I matched with a guy on a dating app like a year or so ago. And um, he was about to move here from Michigan. So we never met, but like we were like following each other on Instagram and like we were talking about meeting up when he moved here. Um, and then for whatever reason, it didn't happen, but we like stayed in touch. And then I got a message from him one morning and he was like, oh my God, how do you know X, Y, Z? Like one of my girlfriends. And I was mm-hmm. like, she's, she's a friend of mine. Why? And then I noticed that he had unfollowed me and removed me as a follower. And I was like, when you said she's one of my friends before that. Like, I sent that, and then I looked, and I saw that he had removed me. And I was like, did you remove me as a follower? And he was like, he was like, yeah, I was panicking about, like, her maybe seeing that we knew each other. And I was like, why? What's the deal? I was like, did you guys hook up? Like, what's, you know? And he was like, no, we matched on this app that was um, for people looking for three ways. And... Um, I, I was freaked out that she would make the connection that I know you. And I was like, I don't know you though. A, B, why is that weird? Like, why would that be weird? Yeah. It's not like you're trying to marry this girl, you know? Um, and so it was, I was thinking about like how sophomoric it is <laughs> to be in your late twenties and be like, well, I had to, I can't show this person that I'm following this person, this stranger, that I'm following this other stranger because I want to fuck this other stranger. That is shady as fuck. And I couldn't think of a reason why that should be an issue. And like, is that not the biggest red flag? Like the fact that I can't figure out why that would be his course of action. Like, I feel like there's something shady going on with this guy. I mean, it's just a childish way to handle something. Right. And then he requested to follow me again. No. I rec- he he followed me and he was on private so I'd have to request to follow him and I never did so I was like fuck <laughs> you I don't fucking I don't even know you Goodbye. like I don't care and then he unfollowed me and that was the last that I heard from him but, but it's just such a it's so immature like I can't think of a reason why you would need to do that it well and then to also freak out that like you were gonna find out I yeah it doesn't make any sense no and I I messaged her about it he was like don't message her about it and I was like fuck you I'm messaging her about it so I messaged yeah, her to about be it. like don't message her about it yeah hold on I actually think I still have those messages I should read <laughs> hey those. can I gatekeep your friendship I said girl this guy his name that I matched with on hinge a while back Message me asking how I know you because you matched on some dating app and I realized he removed me as a follower and I asked why and he said he panicked and didn't want you to see that we knew each other anyway that feels immature and sketchy as fuck so i wanted to flag it for you (laughs) she said what the fuck this is so random yeah we matched on tinder i think and i mean i already know at this point it was a three-way app i'm like you don't need to tell me that um i think and had a casual kick conversation but then i just stopped responding because i got strange and desperate boy vibes um he was saying shit to her like Oh my God, you're a yo. This is I have a screenshot of the conversation. <laughs> you're a yogi. I'd love to fuck you in one of those gorgeous baths because she takes a lot of selfies in her bathroom. How do you know Amelia? LMAO. She never answered. And then he said, Anyway, I'd be down to grab a drink or something if you are. Let me know. Never answered. Texted her again. Hey, do you want to hang out? 
<laughs> Wait, I don't want to see this. I hate him. Yeah, he sucks. He's really hot. <laughs> And he's really smart and he has a good job, but he's fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, this is all coming back to me now. This is the guy that was like, if you and I ever hang out, I'm going to make you sign an NDA so you don't talk about me on your podcast. Fuck you. Look at us now, bitch. Um, so she ended up not giving him her real number because she was getting a bad vibe from him. Yeah. And then I have the screenshot of our conversation. I have a very weird question, LMAO. I said, go ahead. He said, how do you know, my friend? Don't text her LMAO. It's super strange. I'll explain. Well, TBH, LMAO. Mm-hmm. Well, TBH, not that strange. I said, um, I said how we know each other. And then he said, okay, okay. I said, what a jump to go from super strange to it's not strange. He said, well, I don't know how to put it. We matched on a, a three-way app and noticed that we both follow you. I said, ooh, what app? Also, did you remove me as a follower? Why am I not following you anymore? He said, yeah, I panicked. My B. It's a three-way app. I got curious. He, he. I said, you panicked that we would, that she would see that we knew each other. He said, yeah, people are skittish. Anyway, add this what? to your holy hour experiences. Um, and then I said, I hope it, go- hope it goes well with her. And he said, nothing is going to go. LOL, those apps are all talk. And then I just never answered him. And that was the last that we talked. Also, I've heard kick is like really sus. Is it? I don't know. I saw I saw some a Reddit post where it was like, oh, I found my partner like talking to someone on Kick, and then they were like, Kick is disgusting. Like the comments were like, Kick is like, don't be on there. Oh no. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, that's good to know. Stay away from Kick. Yeah. If your partner's on Kick, they might be cheating on you. Very strange. Don't be sketchy and weird. Just like it. I feel like people acting sus. Because they think that somebody's going to think that they're sus just makes you look more sus. Yeah. It's like apologizing for things you don't need to apologize for. It makes people and like... It's probably more like it probably makes you more sus in a different kind of way. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is the deal, dude? Anyway, like, dodged a bullet. I don't know. Uh, You have an interesting um listen well okay i'll read my like listener message yeah first i'll 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 just give you so she sent it to me in a bunch of different messages but i'll just give you an a recap of it okay um so a listener wrote to us she is 21 she like hasn't been having like a ton of luck on dating apps and um she's like new to the city she just moved to and she is a yoga instructor and then she met a really nice guy who was also already a yoga instructor and he like helped her out like when her phone died and or I think her like phone just like broke and she needed to get a new one. Like she just needed to get a burner phone. So he like took her and helped her out since she couldn't like navigate anywhere because she didn't know where she was. Um, and then uh, she asked for his phone number um and then he was like they exchanged numbers and then he was like can I take you to dinner next time I you're in town so next time she's in town they like go out to dinner and he's like grabbing her waist and she was like it was the best date I've ever been on like they were um hanging out until like the place they were at like kicked them out because they were closing So then he like walked her to her car and he was like grabbing her waist and he's like, this is like so hard for me. And then she's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I married and you're like so hot. Oh, and then she's like, I'm 21. So I didn't even think to look at his ring finger. Yeah. And then she was like, um, 
he was like, now you're like not going to talk to me again. And then she was like mad at him and like left. And then she's like, do you think I should like give him a chance? Should I hear this guy out? Yeah. And then I was like, fuck no. Like, do not talk to this man ever again. Because I also think like, I think it's really disrespectful that he like put it on her Mm -hmm. to give him the go ahead to cheat on his wife Mm -hmm. if she was like it can be our little secret he totally would have been like okay i'm gonna cheat on my wife with you yep yeah there are so many ways that this could have been okay and this was the really the only way that it wouldn't have been is that he wasn't either he's not being open with her that he has an open marriage which is disrespectful to put that on her when they're already on a date doesn't sound like it It doesn't sound but say that he did that's still disrespectful Mm -hmm. but then also to cheat on his wife is fucked yeah if he would have just set it up front because i'm all for open marriages if that's the agreement that y'all have or if you participate in polyamory or ethical non-monogamy whatever but if you're not being open with both parties you're it's fucked up yeah it's fucked up do not give this guy another chance. No, because say it works out magically with y'all and it's great. He's going to do the same thing to you. Yeah. People that are capable of this kind of shit. I don't believe in once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't believe in that in a lot of cases. But when somebody is like this extreme to be on a dating app and go on a date when it, they're... They weren't on a dating app. Oh, right, 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 right. Yep, she had no luck on dating apps. That's why my, my mind was there. But to to go out with this guy when... You know, to agree to go on a date with somebody in public. Right. Well, and I just like, I feel like I see this kind of shit all the time. It's so fucking annoying. Well, because like you and I have both been in circumstances like that Mm -hmm. on more than one occasion. Mm -hmm. And it made me think about um, a guy I had dated who, so I was in a wedding and he was also in a wedding and he like was chasing after me like I was like I was with Mr. Liz still am with Mr. Liz and he was like talking to me he's married now and was we were just like catching up and he was like I just like don't know what to do because I'm like still so attracted to you and I'm like well fucking duh like of course like the things you liked about me before still exist Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and and that's another case of putting it on you to give him the go ahead and then he was just like being like very he was he was crossing some lines and I just wasn't being reactive and I was like I'm gonna leave I'm gonna remove myself from the situation and then um I avoided him the next day too because I was just like I don't I'm not gonna deal with this like he caused a lot of drama that night too so I but like just thinking about it too he was like yeah I don't think I was like oh so like are you guys like gonna start planning a family like you know just typical conversation like how'd you meet your wife blah 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 like I genuinely wanted to know yeah and um we hadn't talked in like a few years so I don't know what he's up to and then um he was like I actually don't want kids and then I was like oh well, you know, everyone can make their own choice. I just was surprised because that wasn't what he had told me when we were dating. Mm-hmm. So, but you're allowed to change your mind. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And that was that. And then um, he, re- his wife recently announced that they're expecting a baby. <laughs> so he's just like saying this shit to me, like, because he's trying to distance himself from his wife. And I just, like, I see this kind of shit all the time. And it is so infuriating because I think that, 
men also experience like being pressured into marriage and stuff and having a family before they've like fully thought this out yeah and um like it sucks that all of us are put in that position but I just it's so fucking annoying to see it's just like if you're not ready just don't get married Mm -hmm. just don't do it Mm -hmm. and if you like if you're like, I don't know if I want to be with this person forever, just let them go. It's going to mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how long you've been with them. Like yeah. if you just like, because that's that person's life too. It's not just about you. And I can't, I don't know anybody that would rather have their significant other lie about wanting to be with them rather than just being honest. And like the temporary yeah. pain of like getting broken up with is so much better than the long-term pain of realizing that somebody was just with you because they like pitied you. Mm-hmm. like fuck that or because they were like i can make this work and i don't think that i definitely don't think that men are guilty of that all the time like i think women do that a lot too of like yeah oh i'm feeling the pressure of like society and my family to get married and have kids before age 30 yeah so i'm just going to settle with someone who has enough of the qualities i like and We'll work with it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, I was guilty of that with my ex for a while. Oh, like, same. I was so unhappy Absolutely. in that relationship. And I just, like, didn't want the temporary pain of being of breaking up with him. And I didn't want to hurt him. And in the long term, it, it you hurt the other person. Yeah. You both are suffering mm-hmm. and hurting your yourselves. Yeah. And Ugh. each other. I don't know. I just can't. With, it's just like, annoying. These, then you got hit on by that married guy at the bar that we ended up finding. Didn't he follow you back? No. Oh. I unfollowed him pretty fast. Yeah, I unfollowed him pretty fast after my investigation. And then I hooked up with that buried guy by accident. I just, I really, truly cannot. And then, like, how many, like, married guys do you know that you're like, I don't think you should be married? Like, a lot. Yeah. A lot. I can think of a handful off the top of my head that I'm like, (laughs) Uh, but it made me think of, like, a made up, um, reductress headline that I would write was which is just like wow the couple you thought would get divorced is having a baby you tweeted that I saw that so like I've seen that happen a handful of times you're like this shit is not gonna work because that person is like not stable yeah that person should not be in a relationship with another person Mm -hmm. (laughs) that person needs to be alone and like working on themselves yeah fuck god I've gotten so much I was talking to Squints about this last night, how beneficial it is to just be alone Yep. when you need it mm-hmm. and not try to mask your problems with being in a relationship or jumping from relationship to relationship. And I'm all for like, if this feels right for you to do, you know yourself best, but like there is so much benefit in just being alone. And, and like, like it, it's easier to stay true to yourself mm-hmm. in the future, like in future relationships once you've spent that time alone yeah. because I don't know like it it can be very easy when you feel lost mm-hmm. like to be like well I guess I can change this about myself or this person yeah I don't know I know and then when you're like in a relationship or you're like dating when you're not in a place to be dating you do stupid shit like remove people as followers just in case <laughs> their friend sees that I just, you are a mutual friend it's like you i do don't understand immature shit like just figure yourself out i don't understand why people make life so complicated sometimes it doesn't either. need to be that way it really doesn't <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm trying to think of like a good example of what i mean I'm getting just like caught up in like money and like drama and i don't know 
Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that as someone who would like to have more money. Fuck, I want more money so bad. I just don't want to worry about it. Me too. Wouldn't that be I so nice? I think that's what I... It's not like I want to, like... I, I want to, like, ball out and buy a bunch of, like, diamonds or something. I don't know. Just like, oh, yeah, I just... If I need to take a month off of work, I can do that. Oh, my God, yeah. I want to have fuck you money in the way that I want to, like, buy a round of drinks for, like, everybody that I'm exactly. with. Exactly. That or kind like, of fuck you money. And Or, like, if you see a gift for that you you're like oh i think this person would really like this and for no special reason to just buy it because it's right yeah for them i don't know that's yeah that's the kind of fuck you money i want me too to just want like like, six mansions kind of fuck you money going to space for 10 minutes fucking jeff bezos this is an anti-jeff bezos episode slash entire podcast fuck you jeff bezos I have not read this yet, but we got an email about a topic that Liz and I are both not very well versed on. Um, And I think that it would be interesting to at least start this conversation so that if anybody that's listening has experience with this or any stories, then we can have a further conversation down the line. Do you think you'll be able to talk about this at all? We'll read it and then we'll see what kind of discourse. I have no idea what you're about to read. I have. Oh, you don't? No. The cross-dressing I didn't read it. I haven't read it either. This is the first time we're both reading this, but it's about cross-dressing. Okay. Grow- this is from um, one of our male listeners. Growing up, I had a best friend that I was with all the time. We were always at each other's houses, and oftentimes we would be alone. We typically would just play video games. Then we started to make little bets on who would win, and then loser had to do something that the other person said. One time when I lost, I said he had to wear a pair of his mom's underwear. It was a thong. And yes, they were from the clean laundry, LOL. <laughs> Important distinction. After I, it was put, after I put it on, something about that just really seemed right to me. It was like a mixture of comfort and being naughty at the same time. I had to wear them for the rest of the night. It started then when I'd go over to his house, I'd make an excuse to go to the bathroom and I'd find a pair of his mom's thong and put them on to wear even without being asked. We continued playing games and making bets and me knowing where it would go, I started to purposefully lose the games and every time I did, he'd tell me to add something else. So it started with adding the bra, then adding a skirt or a dress, and all of that just felt right to me. There did turn to some sexualness between the two of us that if you want to hear that part as well, that carried on until high school. Then I was able to buy my own stuff, and obviously I couldn't wear the female clothes to school, but I'd often have a thong and sometimes a garter and stockings underneath my regular clothes, at least on days I didn't have gym. That's kind of the origin of how this all started and carried on to adulthood if you want to hear more. Um... So this male listener is um, a cis heterosexual male who is married to a woman. Um, So he's not like having any sort of um, he's not questioning his gender or anything, but he feels like himself and comfortable wearing women's underwear and women's clothes without people knowing. And I don't think i've really ever put a lot of thought into that being a thing that people do but Mm -hmm. like of course it is you know like it's all so fluid and on a spectrum and i think i've just never thought about how maybe cis men would feel good wearing women's clothes sometimes it's all a structure and it's all societal so why not yeah you know i totally agree like um I don't know. Clothes are just clothes. Mm -hmm. It's how you express yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is just like another form of self-expression. I like, I don't know. I've 
always kind of felt like that. Yeah. I feel the same way about like gender and identity. But just seeing how like genitalia is the same thing and none of us decide like how we are when we're born. Mm -hmm. Like why do we, why are people born and then we make them be a thing? Mm -hmm. Why does it have to be that way? And why does it matter to other people? Yeah. That's the part that I, I struggle with the most. Yes. I'm like, like when people are so upset about trans folks, I'm like, why do you fucking care right. so much? It's not affecting you in any fucking way. No. It's like Candace Owens tweeted something about Demi Lovato using they, them pronouns. And she was like, it's not grammatically correct. Let's stop promoting anti-academia in america something stupid like that she is the dumbest shut the fuck up she's so dumb i don't there are very few women in this world that i'm like you're a fucking idiot and candace owens is one of them did you see the like um very socialist tweet she had about like the vaccine she's like why is the vaccine free if it's life-saving like why if it's if it'll save your life how come things like insulin um, and other life-saving drugs are so expensive. Based. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, yeah and, and then she was like, boom, got him. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, how fucking stupid do you have to be to think that like, um, drugs are only life-saving if they're obscenely overpriced and inaccessible. That is, <sighs> like, I don't know. Anyways. She, I, I can't fucking stand candace owens and oh we're on kanye eve when we're recording this kanye is releasing a new album tomorrow Ooh, big deal oh, donda shit. it's his first one in years but um candace owens and kanye were seen like hanging out on like that oh, track no. that makes sense <sighs> okay so um all that to say i do not I, I understand why somebody that might like cross-dressing would be uncomfortable with it and i think a lot of it is societal mm-hmm. um and this is coming from me who doesn't cross dress who's cis and straight and i don't know what this experience is but not being able to like tie that kind of behavior to a sexuality must be uncomfortable like it's a it's it's, also like confusing to me it's obnoxious Mm -hmm. that there's anything like like any sort of behavior tied to like uh sexual orientation yeah or and the way like that you dress or look or present yourself it's just like how come everything like can't people just exist without you like analyzing them and picking them apart and that's also like for the individual themselves like yeah you because of how society is and like the rules that society has set up for us is like if i'm feeling this way this must mean xyz when in reality it can just be what it is like yeah. it could just be that you just like cross-dressing and this listener who i'm i don't know if he's doing that kind of questioning or whatever of like what does this mean but i'm sure that there are some people that are into things that would be like what society has deemed as gay yeah that are uncomfortable with it because they're they aren't and they're feeling like they're being held to like that yeah. So I think that it's important to talk about. And that's why I want to like have more conversations about this because it's not something that's on my radar at all. Yeah. Cross-dressing is one of those things that like 
conservatives have been like oh trans folk they're just cross-dressers and it's like that's not the same thing so i haven't even thought about cross-dressing like i've just kind of like blocked that verbiage out of my mind oh it's like this is how i felt about gay marriage before gay marriage was legalized like Mm -hmm. why the fuck does what somebody else does affect you in any way that's i just can't get over it just let people use the pronouns that they want marry who they want dress how they want they're not who they want like if you are not hurting anyone Mm -hmm. what what's the problem like let them be happy in their relationship and in their own body like what is so bad about someone loving their own body yes does not make any sense to me it doesn't and that's why i want like you have to to hate conversation with somebody that disagrees with us because i think there's a lot of value in hearing the other side i don't agree with you and i think you're very wrong but i want to have a conversation to understand during the election i watched a lot of fox news just to fucking understand it was painful i still have nightmares it was awful but i wanted to see what the other side was hearing it was garbage and all lies but i but it's important to hear the other side i agree i i don't think everyone should like have the same opinions Mm -hmm. on everything all the time because if that were how life was, like, I don't, I don't know. You need to, like, learn and yeah, question things. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's, there's a lot of benefit in allowing somebody to have a conversation for the potential to grow. Because if you, if you want to put energy into educating people, that's everyone. I also think, like, um, the ideas of, like, liberal and conservative like I think (laughs) it's become so extreme Mm -hmm. and people are just screaming at each other and if they weren't they would realize that they're on the same page about a lot of stuff yeah yeah which is really frustrating like if you just like weren't screaming at each other for a little bit like you'd probably realize you have some of the same opinions that's like Candace Owens whole socialist tweet I'm putting you on the spot here but we did talk about it previously because it was our 50th episode, I texted Liz this morning and said, should we write each other vows for our 50th? And then both of us got too busy. So we wanted to improv some vows for each other Okay. for our 50th episode. Okay. Wow, this is going to get real, real. Yeah. Do you want to start? Because I... Yeah. I'm nervous. Um, Will you throw some like very quiet wedding music? Um, In the background? In the Absolutely. background of this? All right. Cue Absolutely. the music. Liz. <laughs> Ever since the day. <laughs> okay, I gotta pull it together. I gotta get really serious. Pull out the acting, Amelia. Yep. Ken character. <clears throat> Liz. Since the day that I met you. <laughs> I'm gonna fake cry. Okay, okay. I knew that we would create something special together. And here we are. 50 episodes later. Are we renewing our vows? We're renewing our vows. Okay. Okay. I'm so happy that we are reconnecting to um, renew the vows that we made to each other 50 episodes ago, over a year. And I'm here to promise you in our vows that I will stand by you in sickness and in health to provide the best, top-notch, amateur sexual knowledge to our beloved audience i will always put our friendship above all else 
like, regardless of the business turning, turning into, into a, a youth pastor <laughs> Sex is cool, but you know what's cooler? Jesus. <laughs> Not sex. <laughs> you I know why I... Jesus didn't have sex? We don't know that. <laughs> he did. He was hanging out with a prostitute. Okay. <clears throat> I vow to put our friendship above all else. Um, uh, I, I, and continue this phenomenal communication that we have had of which we put our health and our mental health and our well-being above all else <laughs> for the remainder of our time here together. Amen. Let us pray. Amen. Oh. <laughs> grab your other hand. Let us pray. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> all right, Liz. You're still going to be better. I hate this. <laughs> Amelia Sampson? Yes, Liz. Um... I was so blessed when you came to me several times proposing a podcast <laughs> and that you weren't joking. I wasn't. Um, I promised to beat the shit out of all of your childhood bullies. Reese. Charlie. <laughs> Maddie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I will always wash the cum out of your hair. <laughs> oh, thank you. It was in the room. I mean, <laughs> and I uh, can I promise yeah. to continue this equal partnership that we've built that is like symbiotic and beautiful oh. and um, I love that we care about each other as people mm -hmm. and um, our friendship comes before the podcast yeah this is getting emotional yeah though. why are your vows better than mine no i just started to uh think about the things i appreciate about you in the pod i love you i love you too yeah, episode 50 there's <laughs> the 50 more we're gonna bear, go bear, bear. fucking ham on uh, episode 100 episode 100 well and we're gonna get there faster than we did because episode, we took yeah. a few breaks. Yeah. So. And we're going balls to the wall. Also, this is not counting the rager. New Testament episodes, too. No. Somebody tweeted us about one of the New Testament episodes. And I was, I was like, like, I, I forgot a New about Testament those. In literally Remember when we thought we'd have time to do two a week? What the fuck Someday. were we thinking? Someday. That was also, like, very deep in the pandemic. When yeah. nothing was going on. Big lonely. <laughs> but, I mean, like, so RIP to the New Testament, but glad that y'all... <laughs> listen to them <laughs> listen to them now we're on patreon i'm looking at the camera slipping a boob out a boob has Me been slipped too. i'll show you the mole i got removed so i guess it's no longer a mole but yes it's a big gnarly uh wound right now Liz had a big day i did it was emotionally draining it was they gave me a stress ball because i was shaking oh they gave you a stress ball that's yeah. a good doctor my, <laughs> she was so cute my god my doctors would be like suck the fuck up <laughs> she was like do you want one or two stress balls and i was like just one that's really sweet i was like oh liz <laughs> i wish i could have gone with you i wish you could have too i was nervous oh my god take me to scary appointment okay just put them on my calendar early and i'll it block will. off my calendar okay, okay. cool all right Thank um, you for listening. Um, burps at the worst times. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter the at the Holy Hour, and then email us stories, thoughts, um, musings, uh, yeah, musings, 
even if we don't respond, we are reading them and we love you. Um, yeah, just email us at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Um, subscribe to our Patreon pretty please. It would mean a lot. Yeah. Um, you're killing these outros. Thank you. Wow. I'm surprised too. You've taken on this new role and you're killing it. Oh my god. Thank you. I couldn't do it without you. (laughs) Anyways. You could. All right. We we love you. Our children. (laughs) We hit that note early. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.